They could see the countryside spreading out for miles around them. And Dick pointed out a funny-shaped hill and wondered if it could be Billycock Hill. After a long, hard look through his field glasses, Julian thought it probably was, with its odd-shaped top, just like an old Billycock hat. After resting for another half an hour, they were once more on their way, tearing down the hill at top speed, with Timmy barking madly beside them. Really, the start of a holiday was the happiest thing in the world. Billycock Hill was soon very near. It certainly was a strange shape. It was partly heather-clad and partly sloping meadowland. Nestling down at the foot of the hill was a rambling old farm building with outhouses and stables and a big greenhouse. That must be Billycock Farm. We've made very good time. I hope Toby's remembered that we're coming. He promised to lend us all that we wanted for camping out. Come on, let's go into the yard. Whatever is it? Oh, it's a pigling. What a pet. Oh, look at it with Timmy. Tim can't make it out. He thinks it's a sort of dog without hair. Hello, who's this? What a dear little boy. Is he Toby's brother? That's my pig. He ran away from me. What's your pig's name? Curly, because he's got a curly tail. Is this Billy Cock Farm? Have you got a brother called Toby? Yes, Toby's over there, ratting with Binky. Right, come on. Let's go and find Toby and Binky. Perhaps Binky's another brother. Or a dog. Timmy, come here, good boy. Yes, Binky might be a dog. Dick and I will go to the barn, and you two girls stay here with Timmy. Get him, Binky. Under that sack. Oh, you fathead. You've lost him again. Hey, Toby. Oh, you've arrived. Glad to see you. But there's only two of you. I got out tents and things for four. There are four of us. Five, including Timmy. He's our dog. We've left the girls over there with him. Will yours be friendly or not? Oh, yes. As long as I introduce them. Hello, girls. It's all right. Bring your dog here. He'll be all right with Binky in half a minute. Rather doubtfully, George brought Timmy across. Timmy was a bit doubtful himself of this big collie. Toby bent down and spoke in Binky's ear, and then instructed him to shake hands with George. At once, the dog put up his paw and allowed her to shake it. Anne did the same and then George and Toby each ordered their dog to shake paws with the other. Very politely and solemnly, the two dogs shook paws, eyeing each other cautiously. Timmy gave a sudden little whine, and then the two were tearing round the yard together, having a wonderful game. That's all right then. Well, let's go and see my mother. She's got a whopping great tea. Toby's mother, Mrs Thomas, was a plump and jolly woman. She made them all very welcome. They sat down to a huge tea, and the four visitors wished they had not had such a big lunch. It was a very happy meal, and Toby was a good host. After everyone had eaten their fill, Mrs Thomas told Toby to show the five the camping gear and help them to decide where they would camp. Toby had put all the gear in a nearby barn. Two tents, a kettle, frying pan and saucepan, and a couple of rugs in case it turned cold. Toby found a handcart 
and the children piled everything into it, together with an enormous package of food Toby's mother had got ready for them. Julian and Dick began to push the cart down the path to the gate. Timmy and Binky trotted on ahead, and everyone else followed. They made their way up the hill, following a narrow sheep path. The handcart bumped and wobbled, and soon it needed four or five pairs of hands to push it. They were all panting with the effort, until at last Julian decided they needed a rest. They all sat down, glad to get their breath. Certainly the view was magnificent. Far away on the horizon were purplish hills, and in front of them stretched miles and miles of green and golden countryside. George pointed to what looked like an enormous field with great sheds in the centre.